0: Today on the podcast, we have James and Anna Kramer, who run a creative agency, which I love. I love creativity so much, and I love what they do. And man, their story, everything that they've done has been God-directed, which there's there's all kinds of people who we have on this podcast. And sometimes when we have business owners especially, I love to hear how directed you could be, how—I uh, call it the prophetic journey—how many times you've heard god and you start to build monuments in your story of how God even positioned you for what you're doing. And these guys are killing it right now. Uh, they're the CEOs of NUMA 33, which is a creative and world-changing network. They have this incredible magazine that they've been putting out. And they're just they're just an, an incredible couple who are full of uh, inspiration, even in how they met each other, which I hope to get to in this podcast. I don't know that we'll have time, but if we do, you guys will love that story, too. And James and Anna and I met uh, through, I believe, the Zuzu now call, and we've just been in touch here and there. But they have such an incredible story. And obviously, this this podcast is all about the power of story. And there's something about when you surrender your company to let God not just be like your business partner, but to be your CEO, to let God actually lead you in the way that they have. They've really uh, been intentional in their relationship to – what God wants, they could have started a company. I mean, these guys are really creative, you guys. So they could have started a company on their own and just had a really good fruit. I kind of hear the difference of that sometimes. Where some people who I talk to are business people are like, "Oh yeah, we're doing our company. We've included God." Versus people who are saying. I've surrendered my company for God to manufacture and build with me. And I feel like there's a difference. And these guys represent to me somewhat of the difference. Not that you have to hear from God on the level that they do, because so much has been so corely directed by God. But I feel like there's a difference in the surrender and the sacrifice to God saying, you can run this, you can manage this, you can have this versus, um, I'm going to include you in some part of this, or you can be one of the board members, God, for, you know, it's kind of like the people are like, uh, I don't really like giving 10% to my church, but I will give 10% to my church because I feel guilty if I don't. Versus people are like, you can have a hundred percent of whatever I have, God. And of course I'll give, you know, a portion of the local community I'm involved with and other stuff too. It's like, there's this mentality difference that these guys, James and Anna, so represent. And I'm so glad to have them both on at the same time. Cause you'll hear in their marriage, how they complement each other and how they just they're a unit together they're they're a force and and Anna carries uh, this prophetic, visionary side, and James carries this implementation side. Very much like my wife and I, where I'm the prophetic kind of visionary project planner and and project initiator, and then my wife is the implementer, feasibility. Let's go for it, but like let's put a plan in place for it. I love when you have that synergy too, because not many people do everything together: life, kids, marriage, business, ministry. And these guys do, which is so inspiring. So. You guys are going to love this couple, and before we get to them, please listen just to a quick announcement we have for you. Words of knowledge are such a confusing topic until you understand the biblical framework about them. They appear over 60 times in scriptures in both Old and New Testament, and it's so practical and understanding God's heart and mind when you just get it. So I wrote a book called God's Secrets, how to develop a lifestyle of walking in words and knowledge. I want to encourage you to get the book. It's an audio book. It's an ebook. You can also get the course. But if you go on this journey with us, something's going to happen inside of you where you're going to find yourself knowing what's in God's heart and relating those thoughts in everyday situations. And people are going to respond to you very differently. You're going to create opportunities and choices that didn't exist before. For hearing from God this way, come on the journey of knowing God's mind, his intentions for the world around you. It'll change you and it'll change your friends and family. Ministries.com. Hey, I'm going to welcome to the Exploring the Prophetic Podcast. James and Anna, how are you guys doing?
1: We are doing great.
2: It's great to be on here with you. Yeah.
0: Well, I'm excited to talk to you guys because you're one of those rare ones that pretty much everything you've done and started has been led from hearing from God's voice. Like you guys have been pretty radical in your in your journey here and a lot of people may be introduced to you for the first time, but you're going to end up becoming old friends to them as we start to talk, I know, because of just your story is amazing.
1: Thank you. <laughs> You're like, what do we say to that? <laughs> I guess we'll say thank you.
0: <laughs> I know. It's kind of like when somebody gives you a bio intro, like I, I'm a public speaker. So a lot of times when people share like who I am, I'm like, I want to meet that guy. You
2: <laughs> know, <laughs> It's, it's a fun journey for sure.
0: I'm sure it is because I mean, not many people, especially in a dying magazine world, start a magazine that's doing really well called world changer magazine, which I've seen. I, I actually got my first one at Azusa now and, uh, just loved it. You guys, it's so beautiful and it's so relevant to talk. I mean, especially the theme of our show, which is what happens when God speaks, like it changes culture, it changes the world. And so how did you guys get on the journey? I know that's only one thing you do. You guys also have a creative agency. We've talked about it in the, before I introduced you, but tell me how you started on this journey of like pursuing God, especially in the marketplace. Like you guys have some pretty radical stories of how that started. So take us on that journey.
2: Yeah. My wife and I got married in December, 2010. And one of our first mornings of our married life together we were sitting on a cliff in Maui and uh, we felt like we were getting married a little bit late compared to some of our friends she was 34 and I was 32 so we just prayed that morning and just said Lord we we want to hit the ground running we've got some catching up to do so what do you have for us and he just began downloading to us a whole lot of things about him and what Uh he wanted to do through us and he began saying things like Heaven is the source of all creativity. Christians should be leading culture. Uh, Heaven holds the answer to every problem that the world faces. And we felt like God was saying that if we tapped into the creativity and the vision and the strategy from heaven, we can release technology, innovation, design, new models, new prototypes, and that we could actually be a part of shaping culture and advancing the kingdom. And that's where this all started for us, literally within hours of us getting married.
0: I just, (laughs) I love your faith. It's so good. I mean, I love that your marriage is birthed with like, I mean, that's raw and radical. Even people are listening. A lot of times people get a sense of that or a feeling for that, but you guys not only receive the word, but like you said, okay, this is, this defines us. This is a defining word. Anna, was it the same for you? Did it feel like just that, like, this is us? Yeah, it
1: definitely did. You know, uh, before I met James, I was living in Canada um, I'm from Vancouver, BC. Nice. so um, Yay, Canada Northern Vancouver. Yay, Canada. Um, and when I was there and I spent time with the Lord, He kept showing me the United States. He kept showing me the ways that he was about to move in the United States. <laughs> and wow. I remember talking to the Lord saying, Lord, I'm a Canadian girl. Why do you keep showing me the United States? And uh, it wasn't until James and I met, and it was seven years of getting pregnant with vision. Uh, much of it around the United States, that when I met James, you know, I'm a, I'm a big picture, aerial view type uh, creative visionary. My husband is uh, strategic. And so yeah. he knows how to create the execution strategies and plans and steps in order of things. And so when he heard the seven-year download that the Lord's been giving me, um, he right away grabbed, you know, white pieces of paper. And in a sense, he got an anointed download of a blueprint of how we wow. would go about out with the Lord in his vision and in this particular strategy. And so I practically got on my knee right there and asked
0: him to marry me. But <laughs> I waited. And- <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Well, what, one of the things about that, though, is like how much um, of what you guys start whiteboarding and what you guys start actually planning, just because I think it's, it's, it's a good question for even our listeners, like when you start these kinds of plans and you get this initiation from God, how much of that are you actually doing and aimed towards right now?
2: Well, it's incredible. The things that we actually mapped out, so many of them are underway now. That's amazing. Uh, Anna probably wanted them to happen faster. I probably expected them to take longer. So it's right in between what Anna's and my timing was. But many of the things that the Lord began speaking to us about way back in 2010 have already started happening, including the World Changer magazine. That was something the Lord had given Anna a download about before we met, that she would be producing a magazine to tell the stories of Christian influencers shaping culture. And I thought it would take a lot longer for us to get there than we actually got. But the whole thing is we just really want Christians to be excellent in what they do. And we think that Christians should actually be leading. We should be setting the standard. We should be raising the bar. And so that's what we endeavored to do with the World Changer magazine is tell incredible stories, quality people, thought leadership, and put together a really high end piece that would that would make the kingdom proud.
0: And it is. I mean, I think it's really amazing because I've been I think I've been so absorbed with what God's doing in um, places of like the marketplace or politics or entertainment industry. And I've been so absorbed now for the last few years, maybe five years or so with all the good that I forget that there's like the subset of religious culture. That's not affecting the world because things like your world Changer magazine, like it just gives you, if you uh, surround yourself with the materials and what God is doing in the faith to see him influencing through very real everyday people, you forget about the, the, the genre of Christianity. That's almost embarrassing. You know, that's, that's like just a religion. <laughs> and so I love, I love what you guys have put out there because you know, God gives you this message and not only do you do the magazine, but you started a company as well. Tell me about your company because I know to do a company that has a Christian focus on it in this day and age, isn't the easiest thing to do. So tell, kind of walk us through that process. Like what are you doing? Yeah.
1: So right from our honeymoon, the Lord started showing us, um, an agency. And um, we just started seeing a collective of um, Christian people that are just gifted in various ways of laying a hold of God's vision and expressing it. And so everything about it from the get go was a very prophetic undertaking. The Lord told us to name it Pneuma, which is the Greek word, original Greek word for the Holy Spirit, and 33, which is the age that Jesus returned to the Father and sent us his Holy Spirit. So right from the inception, we said, Father, we want to partner with you in what you are saying and doing around the world, but also in and through individuals, ministries, organizations, and in and through regions. And so if you're looking and if you're scouring the earth by looking for an agency that would lay a hold of what you are saying and doing, use us to create that content, to articulate that vision clearly, and to get the creative development around it so that more and more people around the world would hear and see what you
0: were saying and doing and that that knowledge would fill the earth. Wow. So how how does that turn into actual business for you? Like just, if that's not too personal, like walk me into like, because that's a beautiful vision. And then how does that, because I feel like a lot of people have beautiful vision, but you guys actually know how to take steps towards it. And I think you know, know how to take steps towards it because you're sensitive to what God's built inside of you, both gifts, talents, skills, but also you you lean on the Holy Spirit. Your company's named after him. So it's like, how does this actually turn into like fruit?
2: Yeah. As with all the things that Anna and I put our hands to, it's the perfect blend of her gifts and my gifts. So Anna is able to spend time with the Lord and get a download of a vision of what the Holy Spirit is wanting to do. And then what I get is the download of the strategy of how to execute it. So we we apply those same giftings with our clients. Uh, We are a creative agency. So we do branding, marketing, advertising, digital, video, photography, um, all of that. And we're telling people stories. We're articulating messaging. But the first process that we take people through, we actually call the creative blueprint. We had somebody prophesy over us that God was going to be releasing to us blueprints from heaven for people, ministries, businesses, organizations, and regions. And so we actually named our onboarding process the creative blueprint. And in that process, people come to us. (laughs) And Anna takes them up into the spirit and says, what is God's vision for your organization? Uh, and then uh, I get the download of the, of the next steps and the process and the strategy. And that's how we start every client project. And then from there, it's just executing on the vision and the strategy that the Lord gave us.
0: I feel like everybody who is going after actually being relevant needs to have an appointment with you. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, you need, you need like that prophetic apostolic flow of you as a couple. I mean, my wife and I, what's funny is that my wife is like actually kind of has these building tool sets. And like, so when we go after our vision. And we've, we've been pretty, um, I wouldn't say wrongly ambitious, but just ambitious for the last four or five years to see the curriculums in the right hands of people and churches and organizations to actually excel in hearing God. And so my wife is like, you know, she's like the business backbone. She just knows how to put processes in place. And it's so fun to work with somebody who can run as fast as you can. But you're both in the spirit, but you have your own tool sets. And I love that about your marriage. It just sounds like, I mean, some people get married because they want companionship. Some people get married because they want to just fall in love. Some people get married for both of those, but they also have destiny too. And they work together. And I think it's beautiful. It's so beautiful to hear that happen. How did you guys meet? I want to go a little bit before your company now. I mean, obviously you waited later until you were married. How did that happen? Is that okay to ask? Absolutely. And
2: in fact, it it ties into a little bit of where we're even heading as well, because we actually met on eHarmony. I was up late That's at night. Awesome. Yeah, I was up late at night working on a client's website. I had a little web shop doing websites and digital marketing. And uh, around midnight one night, I felt like the Holy Spirit said, uh, "Get on eHarmony." And I and my first response was, "Isn't that for like desperate people?" I'm like happily single, and <laughs> <laughs> I've got a great church group. I've got a wonderful group of guys I'm hanging out with. I'm building a business, and everything's going well. I'm not really looking, uh, but I felt like the Lord said, "Get on eHarmony." And so I quickly... Let me me
0: pause you real fast. Let me pause you. I want to validate you and validate this to our listeners because we have such a wide variety of listeners. We have hundreds of thousands of downloads. And some people from church organizations who'd be like, online dating. And some people are like, of course. As as the host of the show, my wife and I were single. I was 37 when I got married. She was 34 when we got married. And I would say probably 30 to 40% of our friends have met now and married from an online dating service. And God uses them all the time. And so... I just want to validate, like, there's nothing wrong with meeting people that way. So keep going. But I just wanted to say that because I love it. I love that that's part of your story.
2: Yeah. And so I went on and filled out the profile and didn't think much of it, went to sleep. The next day, uh, I had been matched with 30 people. And the only oh, wow. one that the Holy Spirit highlighted to me was Anna. She was the most beautiful of wow. them all, but also it was just anointed. And the way that she filled it out, it was even incomplete. She didn't even give a lot of detail. But the Holy Spirit was like, look <laughs> at Anna. And so I went through and she shouldn't have even been included in my list because she was over 500 miles away and I only wanted people within 50 miles. So the other 29 were all in my town in Bend, Oregon. And then Anna was over uh, in a different country in Canada, over 500 miles away. And yet uh, that was the one that had my attention. I sent her a message. She wrote back the next day and then we went off on the journey. So it was literally one and done. Uh, there's a whole lot between there and us getting married, but we were married nine months later. I was stretching his
1: wow. vision even before we
0: met. <laughs> <laughs> so that's quite a transition. Like I love wow. I love how God just you found each other. That's beautiful. Well let's go let's go forward again. I just I had to ask your your journey because I think it's so it's so core to when people are working together like you guys. How did that happen? Because people just don't people who are single are like I want, to, I want to mate like that. I want to run with someone in vision. I want to run with someone in the Lord. But let's go back um, into the future. So your company right now, you guys are serving all kinds of organizations. And take us on like one or two of the God journeys where God showed up in a major way. And just things happen that wouldn't have happened if God didn't show up in the marketplace.
2: Yeah. Well, so here's the thing. Anna comes from a large business background. Everybody in her family are very successful business people. Uh, you know, multinational companies, so on and so forth. My parents have been Assemblies of God pastors for 50 years and and five generations of pastors above them. So I was on my way to seminary when the Lord stopped me. And then ultimately, Anna and I got married. So when we got married, Anna wanted business. I wanted ministry. What I didn't want was business as ministry, Uh, Anna wanted that and I was like no way so the Lord had to lead us into that conversation and Anna was there much earlier than I was I really was like I'm gonna build a business now I ministries in the church not through the business Uh, the Lord had to bring me to the place where Anna was of actually influencing the marketplace marketplace for the kingdom so we got to that place together and we actually found that we had much greater impact of ministry through the marketplace than we were ever having through the church and so we, wow. we went on down that road for quite a while. And one of the coolest stories here is that we were actually together in a country, and we were actually reading uh, Keys to Heaven's Economy uh, together. And the Lord began speaking to us and saying, There's "That's something a great in this. book."
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just gonna. laughs> For the listeners, yes. that's my book. I'm, yes. I'm just mentioning it. <laughs> <And> we, <laughs> I have no idea. And
1: we highly recommend you read this book and say yes <laughs> and amen to every single page because that's what we did. It,
0: it totally I didn't pay them, I promise. <laughs> <laughs>
2: it totally shifted paradigms for us and got us really wow. – We had already been thinking that God is the provision for every one of the visions he's given us. But it actually changed something even more for us. And we just found ourselves saying, you know what? We we think that we're supposed to be stewarding wealth for the purposes of the kingdom. And how can we get there? And so our hearts were just in this open open sense of yes and amen to that. Then we ended up going down to wow. Bethel for a conference, for a heaven and business conference. And Andy Mason, it was just the next week, he said, if you would position yourselves to be trusted with great, great prosperity for the kingdom, everybody say yes. And we found our hearts saying yes again. And at that conference, wow. we ended up getting connected to another guy. And I'll let Anna tell this story.
1: Yeah, so we were heading out, actually, to uh, to grab a lunch. And um, we weren't necessarily connecting with um, potential leads of people that the Lord might have us partner with in their vision or in their strategy. Um, we were connected connecting with other agency owners, And that ties back to a prophetic word that the Lord gave us of how he was planning to move in the the sphere of just media in general. Um, You know, in our agency, we felt that we had a favor to onboard, um, but we were starting to bottleneck, and so the Lord gave us a new strategy. And uh, just when we needed to kind of unlock that bottleneck in terms of producing um, all of that which was coming our way with that level of uh, excellence that we were not willing to compromise on, the Lord spoke to us and said, "Look, I've got CEOs. This is your team. This is this is my body and this is my army and wow. this is my bride. And so I'm looking for you to unify laterally and to come together in vision and strategy in the sphere of media and in the marketplace. And so, so we were meeting a bunch of agency owners, which was awesome. And um, the Lord prompted us uh, as we were heading up to lunch at this Business of Prosperity conference right after reading your book." And he prompted us to go into this room where nobody was in and sit in the middle of this long table, and we did. And the Lord prompted us that, we have, that he is someone for us to meet. And lo and behold, the gentleman we were supposed to meet was already in a cab. He was taking a taxi to the airport, leaving the conference early for another meeting. And the Lord prompted him, you got to go back. I have someone for you to meet. And uh, he walked in, sat right in front of us. We're sitting there leaning in. Who are you? He's like, who are you? Um, it looks like the Lord wants us to meet, and it turned out to be a connection that would actually set us up to become investors in a, um, in a technology that is actually being poised to fund uh, much of the end time kind of harvest um, that the Lord is uh, right now bringing together. And so we picked up his agency, took it over, and released him to actually kind of pave the way for that Um, And so that all happened in that business of prosperity. So that was one significant thing that kind of changed um, the direction of how we would use this agency to now partner with God initiatives all across the world in an investor role in addition to a creative marketing, branding, media role.
2: But there were a series of things in that, and we attribute it always to go back to when we read your book, our hearts were saying yes to everything you were saying in there in The Keys to Heaven's Economy, and that created a series of responses where the Lord kept prompting us all the way down to stop, go into this room, there's somebody I need you to meet. And that then opened us up to be connected with a company whose entire purpose now is to fund the final evangelism of the earth.
0: I mean, I think you guys are, you're not saying anything you're saying casually at all, but you're so, it's so part of you and it's so part of your your identity and just your, and you just already know it. It's just so, what I'm saying is it's normal for you. And I think a lot of people who are listening, could almost miss how profound each statement you're saying is, and then the stories that are leading you. Because I love how you're naturally supernatural. This is just your life. And I also appreciate that my book was a part of it. I mean, that's, that really humbles me in that context. But it's so beautiful to hear how God takes you, you know, you get married. You get vision, you get strategy, you start to walk it out and then God not just adds to it, but he keeps multiplying you guys and he multiplies the impact and the effort. And I love how I'm sorry to make so much commentary, but I just love how unselfish you are and how you're looking at like the worldwide team. You're seeing the family of God because a lot of Christian businesses, they fall into the trap of competition and there has to be a competitive edge on all of us, but it doesn't have to be competing with that someone else. It's just competing in the marketplace, not competing with another organization. I love how inclusive you're being all the way around, but um, I want to hear one more thing, which is tell me a little bit about the journey of the magazine. Like what's, what started the magazine? I want people to really buy this magazine because it's really, it's really valuable. And I, so I want to hear like the journey and who's in it, what's been your favorite part of it so far. Take us on that journey.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And um, if you get a copy of this magazine, you'll you'll see on page fifty eight. Um, you know, we found ourselves. I actually found myself sitting at an Horizon Shine um, conference down at Bethel when Johnny and was speaking, and he was calling out uh, those that are being called into media. And we were already obviously uh, functioning in media. But um, the hallmark scripture that we've kind of been founded on is out of Isaiah sixty one. 60 verse 1. Arise and shine. For our light has come. The glory of the Lord has risen upon us. And um, we are to take that glory that has risen upon us and make him known all over the world. And so we just believe that um, as we come into um, living at the fullness of our individual purposes but then also corporately God's strategy is unity. He is bringing together a unified force. This is this isn't. A, this is an army, but this is a bride, and she is coming into a place to lead nations with that light, that power of His love. And so, when we talk about just media and telling, mobilizing stories that would empower the body of Christ to run together, we are looking. That uh, we are, we basically are looking for this magazine to be, in a sense, both kind of a casting the vision of what the Lord is saying, that prophetic picture. What is He saying for? For for the sphere that really matters to you, for those passions that you're carrying, for the dream, the God dream, or the or the assignment that God has given you. We want to speak into that, but then we want to speak into that corporate commission, you know, to disciple nations. Absolutely. And so what we want to do is bring together this radiant body and bride um, out of just what the Lord is already saying. And so be, in a sense, kind of like a trumpet blast and uh, for the greater army of God. But uh, Johnny Enloe basically said that um, in his book, The Seven Mountain Renaissance, Vision and Strategy through 2050, that this renaissance will hit a turbo of sorts by 2025, and the rise of this renaissance media army will be tremendously important to that acceleration. Even as David yes. had to rise and shut the negative, intimidating mouth of Goliath, so too this Davidic media army will arise and change the narrative. They will understand that we overcome the enemy by the word of our testament, the word of our testimony and will therefore search out testimonies everywhere. They will find every creative way to brag about heaven, about the attributes of heaven, and about the fruit of the spirit that are displayed in practical ways here on earth. This is a big assignment, and the sons and daughters of the king will be up for it. So the World Changer magazine is just one, one small, but I believe a significant expression of us partnering with God to brag about heaven, to brag about Jesus, the attributes of Jesus through every person, every sphere, and everywhere in the world that he is moving so that the hope-filled narrative can inject the culture once again, you know, to the measure that we hope our faith is able to arise. And we need... As a body, as a communication, as a media force, we need to inject the culture again with hope so that faith can arise so we can believe for those God-sized dreams that we all carry, but also for that fullness of that maturing bride to come into her full stature in Christ.
0: I love that, uh, just the whole connection of, uh, I love that you read the Johnny Low word. I don't know if you guys know this, but Johnny Low goes to my church and is a good friend. I love him and his wife, Elizabeth, really just deeply and he's been a forerunner in kind of the same kinds of things you guys are doing and influencing culture and shaping the spheres of authority and looking at empowering people, and uh, and I, it's interesting. The whole time you guys were talking, I was thinking about John Anlow. So it's funny that you had this God connection to this word and this conference with them. But it's beautiful because uh, you know there's there has to be somebody, and obviously you have a prophetic call, Anna. It's you know you don't need anyone to tell you that, but it's beautiful when you put out an expectation or a faith or a message that causes people to actually rise up to something and become different. And you guys, it sounds like you're doing that in the marketplace. You're doing it in the ministry world. I love your both your backgrounds. Five generations of pastoring is intense. <laughs> <laughs> James. That's a lot, but it's so beautiful. And I feel like as people are listening and we're exploring the prophetic on this podcast, that I want you as listeners to think about the fact that God brought Anna and James together, and he has defined a culture inside of them to engage society, to, to take the church on a, a branding and identity journey, to all of these kinds of things that you're listening to. And I just, I want to encourage you, they have different options because they've heard from God and they're getting some, I think you guys are getting like some emotional intelligence or spiritual intelligence that doesn't just exist out there yet. I think you guys are getting a download to take it, to be a leading or a, or a thought leader in this, these kinds of subjects. So I am just so encouraged by you guys. I'm so encouraged by your stories and your testimonies. I know our listeners will be too. But how do we get a hold of you?
2: Yeah. <clears throat> so we are actually building a technology platform that is an offshoot of the World Changer magazine because the it, cool. it's re- it's been received so well that we actually applied a little bit of what we learned when we met on eHarmony. and we said what would it look like to build a technology platform? So that the thing that is burning inside of your heart that you are so wanting to do, maybe the call of God or the destiny of God on your life, but you know that you need connections to people or resources or talents that you don't have, what would it look like to build a technology platform for the kingdom so that you can actually leverage the strength of the body of Christ to go after the call of God on your own life? So much in the way that he connected Anna and I to each other, we're building one for people in the seven mountains who want to influence every sphere of culture. And uh, we're looking to onboard millions of Christians together to go after this so that you don't have to just constantly recreate the wheel and constantly try to go after the call of God on your life in a silo by yourself. But you could be a part of a tribe of millions of people who are like-minded who are saying that's also a vision I'm carrying and I can lay a hold of somebody else who has the resources and maybe I have the skill and somebody else has the know-how or somebody else is connected to the influencers who can open the gates. And how can we all do that together as a body of Christ? And so all of that is called the world changer network. And if you want to connect with us about either the world changer magazine or the technology platform, just go to worldchangernetwork.com. And, and I want to say that clearly because uh, Jesus is the one world changer. He is the one who has changed the world. So it's not world changers, we're not talking about us, we're talking about Jesus, he is the world changer. So this is a network, firm, nice. the worldchangernetwork.com. You can go there, you can fill out a little bit of a profile that tells us who you are, and uh, then we will onboard you into this whole process that we're building with this technology platform, and you can also reach out to us about the magazine through that as well. You can also email us at connect at com.
0: That is awesome, well I can't wait to connect her myself. Thank you so much for being on and just being inspirational, just being you. And I'm so grateful and I hope to hear from you guys again.
1: Thank you so much, Sean. Thanks, Sean, for having us.
0: We're so honored. Thanks for listening to Exploring the Prophetic Podcast. I'm your host, Sean Bowles, and I want to encourage you to continue the conversation with us online at www.bowlesministries.com. We have exciting resources, e-courses, books, even children's materials to help you grow in the prophetic and go on a continuing journey of hearing God's voice. If you're enjoying this podcast, don't forget to subscribe and rate and tell all your friends. Join me next time where we explore the prophetic together.